Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. On the couch today we have Victor. Victor is the founder of Viewshow. Welcome, Victor. Thank you, and I'm very honored to be here. Yes, yes, it is my pleasure. It is my pleasure. And on Startup Couches, what we do is we bring people like Victor on the couch. Um, who are building amazing products out in the market to share their experiences, their journeys, and we could learn from that. We could see what led to, you know, creation of these products and how their growth has been over time. So diving right into the questions, what is Viewshow and how does it all work? Thank you, Lotana. So Viewshow Global is a fashion e-commerce platform. So what we do, we connect local designers and brands and bring them online, then they can be able to access a wider market of clients and customers. So how we work is that we approach vendors. We approach vendors, then once okay. they sign up, we are able, we, are, we they create like a shop within our platform where now they can be able to upload their own products. Okay. And from there, we are able to market the wider market. Oh, wow. So like Shopify? Yeah, it's like Shopify, but now purely for fashion products. And currently, we are just Kenyan-based. We haven't expanded yet. Okay, okay. That actually makes sense. That actually makes sense. And so, um, my next question is, how did you start this company? What is the founding story like? So, the founding story goes back when I was in college, university. That was in 2018, 2019. That's two years ago, two, three mm-hmm. years ago. And what happened was I found that I was unable to find like local brands I could purchase easily. So okay. the way I could find them was either to go to these million Instagram accounts for the different brands, which is like tiring, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. go to the mall, because some of them have like a small shop within the main malls. Then I realized like, yeah, these people have like these, these products either in Instagram, Facebook, but most people don't don't even acknowledge they exist because of the poor, like the small reach they have as one single brand. Then yeah, two, exactly. Then two, when you go to the mall, then like how many people really go to like the big malls? Not most people. Yet these products, yeah. when you look at their prices, they are affordable to most of the people who are middle class and who live like in in Kenya. We have like Westlands and Eastlands, so most of these yeah. people are very yeah. Westlands, but. We have a bigger market in the Islands, which they can yeah. be able to access. Tap into. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, makes our, sense. that was what we are working on and trying now to make sure like these brands can access a wider market of clients on the on both sides of the city. Okay. Okay. So um how long has you know Viewshow been um up and running? So the official launch happened. We are still in April, so it happened early this month. That's when we officially launched it and started recruiting vendors. Okay. So we are still very young, but okay. we are working our way to the top now since we are already now in the momentum growth rate. Oh, wow. That's that's amazing. So this is still really, really early days. How many vendors are currently on the platform? How, was, how would you describe growth so far today? So I can say like we are able to onboard like five vendors each week since we launched. Oh, wow. That's big. Yeah. So now we have like 15 to 20. Okay. So on the product, on the sales side, I can't talk about right now. But because okay. right now we are working more on onboarding as many vendors as we can. That's our main metric. Okay. 
yeah so that now we can have this huge product catalog we can now convince consumers to come to us and now start browsing the different consumers the different brands and be able to buy from us yeah that makes sense that makes perfect sense um and so um how how do you plan to you know scale this what are your plans do you have like a co-founding team are you planning to raise money how are you planning to scale this so at the moment at the moment what we are doing is we are working on our own fund so it's i have it's me who is like the majority shareholder then i have like two other people who are part of the team okay one is a shareholder then the other one is just like at the moment is just supporting but he plans to be a shareholder okay with time so for the first maybe two years we are planning to just spend our own money before we can mm. look for external funding since we okay. need to gain some traction and also gain some performance and avoid selling ourselves too cheap at the start yeah yeah, yeah that makes sense i like i like the <coughs> sorry i like the whole um get traction first approach because that makes sure or that makes sure that you have something valuable to sell before selling yeah then you can also gain like cuz again if you sell early you can sell for little yet the value is like very high in future massive yes so you need to yes. balance make sure you don't really risk external capital too early yeah true that's actually really really important so um i like how um this has been going in a bootstrap manner that's that's really amazing so um i would like to know what are your background what's what what have you had experience you know selling have you had experience in marketing you know um what background do you have um in this space of like e-commerce selling stuff and that made you get into this honestly i can say i have very little experience for sure okay okay because my educational background is in industrial chemistry oh wow Okay. Then my first job was in a bank, so I worked as a bank as a relationship relationship sales officer. Okay. For like okay. eight months, then I left for consulting. So now I work for global consulting firm. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's called Boston Consulting Group. Okay. Yeah. So that's where I work currently, and I, the idea as much as I did in campus and all that. Because I was like, yeah, we need to go e-commerce. There's this like a lot of things happening in the yeah. sector, and we have like Jumia Cam in Kenya. We have Kilimall, and both of them have gained a lot of traction as much as they are making losses, but yeah. they are doing well in terms of customers. Then again, from reading various articles and reports, like African retail is very young still. Yeah, very very. Both both the online and offline. Yeah. And the only way to leapfrog and get where like Europe and the China are is through the e-commerce part of the business because the offline one won't really grow much. But the online one is going to expect to grow very fast and to be able to ensure these products can reach to everyone wherever they are. Okay, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Um so I'd like to ask a question um a very different question what are your opinions on social commerce in africa do you think social commerce has a future i mean right now everything is um fragmented some people just have small social media presence some people maybe have whatsapp some people use instagram do you think there's a future for um social commerce or products that could help people do social commerce better 
Yeah, I believe there are products which might be there, maybe under development, also something else we are working on to see if we can, as much as you're not doing the social commerce, but through the e-commerce. Yeah. Because this, as you notice, like in Africa, we don't have like these massive companies or massive brands. We have like small, very brands. So they don't have really have the much capacity to have their own e-commerce, social commerce platforms completely because yeah. they don't have the scale to they also have like limited products to really venture into that because if yeah. you are making like a small kind of product you don't need to really spend too much money on an online site or anything yeah so i believe there's a future for an aggregator to come and really help with them with that okay and i believe that there's more opportunity when you come to like that's what, like what you are doing like you if you want to start like an e-commerce stuff then you need to be very targeted so that you can gain experience in like one kind of industry than going for yeah. all products. Yeah. So you can go like for the way I've done for fashion, another one can come and go maybe for consumer goods, another one electronic. So that kind of specialist I think is still needed in Africa to really make it. Because if you go for everything, then you lack the you lack the expertise of one area. Yeah. And you need to have that expertise to really gain credibility. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So what would you say today are your two major challenges you face building future? So the one challenge we face is still like as you know like still mobile penetration across the region is still very limited. Yeah. So again trying to expand like to more rural areas is still a very big challenge. So we are still focused in the big cities, but as you know in Africa, the masses are in the rural areas not the cities. Yeah. So cracking that and trying to find a way to make sure the people in the rural areas can access these things can be a game changer since they are the majority. Yeah. And still be able to maintain a profitable model. Then the other biggest challenge is so Yeah, the other biggest challenge is not trust of online products. As you know yeah. like in Africa we still have a lot of interest buying thing online. We prefer yeah. to go to the shop and, like, if it's close, we want to go and measure our sales first, try them on. Yeah. So that's still a big challenge of most people. Why most people still shy away from buying things online? Yeah. Yeah, but with so COVID, it has really helped. With COVID, I can say it has helped the industry when it comes to people not trusting like online sites and stuff. Yeah. But still, we have a long way to go. Yeah, there is a long way to go. I think my very last question for you, Victor, is what is the biggest lesson you've learned so far building Viewshow? What is that big lesson you didn't know, you know, before you ventured into this? One is because things take time. It's not easy as when you come with the idea and you're like, I can do this in six months. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a big lesson. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing, so the biggest lesson that I can say like is patience. You just need to be very patient. Take your time. Don't be in a hurry. But again, consider being like at least agile because don't be too slow because another person come with the idea and take over. So you need to balance between patience and also being having some kind of speed and agency at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, so finding the right balance. But be patient because things take time to grow, things take time to go forward. They are not as fast as we think they happen. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um Um, on this Joshua, I'd like to say thank you so much, Victor, for coming on the couch. This has been an interesting conversation around e-commerce, the space of e-commerce in Africa, especially in Kenya. And so I'd like to say thank you so much for coming. Um, really, really appreciate your presence. 
and for everyone that is listening you already know that every week we bring you these episodes of people that are building amazing products like victor so make sure that if you are selling anything on instagram on whatsapp on twitter wherever it is you're selling in kenya make sure to check out viewshow because they would plug you into a wider network of customers that are willing to buy your product so make sure you check out um viewshow if you are in the fashion industry you sell clothes if you sell shoes if you sell anything fashion related and you're already selling on social media you're already selling on twitter you're already selling on instagram make sure you check out viewshow in kenya um and for everyone else um till next week see ya